back to our final episode of our interviewing series with Dr. Brozzi. Today we'll be looking into any final stories and words with Dr. Brozzi and wrapping up. So, I want to focus on this segment series episode on more of the um, associations and stereotypes. So, first, before I started recording, I read a list of words people associate with over Romania. Is there any of them that you find particularly accurate? And what do you think about them? Okay. <laughs> so I know that like there's things about conflict, war, communism, those types of associations, but then there's also like castles and dragons and vampires. <laughs> and also Olympics and athletics. So, yeah. Guess, like, what are your reactions to all those words? Well, they're all different words. Um, some, of the, some of the associations people make with Romania, believe it or not, are connections that I only learned about once I came to the States. Uh, so, for example... Um, Dracula, vampires, garling. I find those associations really amusing. Uh, Dracula, well, not Dracula. Dracula was really a, a gothic horror novel by an Irish writer <laughs> um, based on uh, a historical figure in Romania called Vrad Draco. So he was a prince uh, who was also known as Vlad the Impaler because he was really cruel and he liked to impale all those who disagreed with him. Probably Trump would like to do the same. <laughs> but anyway, um, oddly enough, he was not from Transylvania, um, where, by the way, I went to camp when I was a kid <laughs> one summer. So. Now, vampires are purely fictional, and garlic is supposed to keep away, keep uh, vampires away. But really, garlic is just uh, <laughs> a, a, a vegetable that's used in cooking. It's, it's used in most Romanian cooking, I would say. So what does that have to do with vampires and with Dracula? I don't know, but um, it's, it's mythological. It's fictional. Uh, the only bit of uh, history in it is that connection to that one person. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are the other connections that people make? Um, a bigger connection that came up, I guess, was like land and like scenery. I think a lot of the associations I got were like beautiful landscapes and. Yeah, well, um, Romania has a very interesting geography. It's got the Carpathian Mountains. So you have the mountains and you've got the Black Sea. And I have been to camp at the Black Sea and in the, mount- in the Carpathian Mountains. Uh, it's, it's truly a beautiful country. Um, is it a poor country? I suppose it is by Western European standards. You know, people don't make a lot of money, but then also uh, the cost of living is lower, so it evens out. Um, okay, and so... 
One, one word association that I found kind of interesting and I wanted to talk to you about was the association with someone mentioned Italy when I said what are the words you think of when I say Romania. So, well, the interesting thing about that, um, Romania is not a neighbor of Italy. In between are the former um, republic of the republics that were part of Yugoslavia, or I should say the republics that are that were formerly part of Yugoslavia. Um, so Romania is surrounded by Slavic people, by Russians and the, the, the former Yugoslavian nations and Bulgaria and Hungary, which is not a, a Slavic uh, people, but there it's you know, there's no Italian, no no Spanish, no French nearby. <laughs> so it's isolated from the other, from the Western Romance languages. And, uh, yeah, and the people who speak them. Now, how did that happen? Why is Romanian a Romance language? Because the the Romans went there. They uh, they lived in, in that land for a couple of hundred years, maybe, and then they left. So after they left, uh, the language remained, uh, remained isolated from the Western European uh, Romance languages, which developed in a, in a different way. And Romanian remained pretty much as it had been spoken back during the Roman Empire. So consequently, today Romanian is the one that's closest to Latin in in its uh, its syntax, mostly the grammar. It's very complicated, it's very complex, and consequently, it makes it easier for a Romanian to learn the other Romance languages, which are much easier because they have been simplified over over the years, over the centuries. And um, so while Romanian has much of um, the syntax of Latin, it also has a lot of borrowings from Slavic languages. It's, kind of, it's a combination of both. So Romanian is probably closest to Italian. That's perhaps, that was a long story to explain why people may connect the two countries. Yeah, that is interesting. Maybe. I've, I don't know. I, I would have never associated that in my brain, but. Yeah, in fact, when we left Romania, went to Italy, in the first few days, I could already pick up a lot of Italian just because of the similarities. Yeah, and it is interesting that someone associated with that word and you went to Italy mm -hmm. right after. Yeah, yeah. So going off of that, after hearing other people's like stereotypes and assumptions and associations, are there any stereotypes and assumptions that you hear on whether that's news or public whatever about Romania that bother you or that are like interesting to you? Um, really, I'm not aware of many and they don't really bother me. Um, as I said, I find that connection to Dracula and Transylvania uh, amusing uh, when people would hear that I came from Romania when I when I was newly arrived they would say oh you're from the land of, of Dracula and the vampires and I go what are you talking about 
I mean, the word dracu in Romanian means the devil, the devil or hell, you know? <laughs> yeah. So then I realized, okay, there's that connection. Then I learned about, you know, the, the, the Irish author who wrote that, you know, that, that book. And then I realized what they meant. But at first, um, I, I, I did not know. I did not understand that connection. Um, so I don't really know of a lot of assumptions. I would say I have heard that they know, they say that Romanians are very good thieves. And that may be true. I do remember that. <laughs> but then again, when I went to Italy, that was true there too. And, yeah. and, and some other European countries, wherever I traveled, I had to be very careful mm -hmm. because there were a lot of thieves around. There was also the connection with, uh, with gypsies. It's mm -hmm. a land of, the, there were a lot of gypsies in Romania, that is true. And um, they are called the Roma people, or they speak a language called Romani, which has nothing to do with Romanian, it's just coincidental, because the Roma came from India. And uh, they traveled uh, across Asia, and across Europe, and they lived wherever they could. Uh, in fact, there was a lot of um, a lot of prejudice towards towards the Roma. They, mm -hmm. they, uh, they were not, they were not liked in the countries where they they settled, and um, it was unfair. But I do remember growing up. One of my biggest fears that is that I would be kidnapped by a, a, a gypsy. Mm -hmm. That was, I don't know how much of it was true or how much was it, of it was instilled in my young child's mind, <laughs> but I was so afraid of being stolen by a gypsy. Yeah, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I know now, obviously, we, as teenagers, I guess, we are focused on a lot of injustices in the country, in the world, and especially the language we use. So I know what I've been taught at Penguin Hall and like by other people that we shouldn't use that word, the uh -huh. like, with gyp. Yes, like, like, to, like uh, to be gypped. Yeah, that yeah. comes from gypsy. Yeah, so I just yeah, find that like, yeah. Do you, yeah. would you agree that like people don't use that word and like the negative connotations that go around? People shouldn't use the word, but I think most people use them without knowing where they come from. Mm -hmm. In fact, the word gypsy, the word gypsy comes from Egyptian because people assumed that they were Egyptians because they were dark-skinned. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where the, the actual word comes to in English. But most people who say, oh, I got gypped, they do not understand the development of, of that word. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there are many words like that Yeah, that we shouldn't be using, but we have to be educated and know, understand that the, their derivation. Definitely. For sure. And going back, I guess, to the childhood portion in a sense, if you had to, if you had the choice, would, when you were younger looking mm -hmm. back, would you have stayed in the, um, would you have stayed in Romania or continued your life moving to the U.S.? I would have done exactly <laughs> what I did because that's what really made me have the life that I have now with the people in it that I love. 
No, I would have never met the love of my life. I would have never had the children that I have. True, I would have had others who would have been precious in my life too, but it, it wouldn't be this life. And this is the only life I want to have of <laughs> my own. I really like that answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything in particular that you wish people knew or would recognize about Romania? Um, well, the fact that Romanian is a romance, is a Latin language, I think we already mentioned that. Um, I don't really can think of anything um, that people would recognize about it. You know, I've been away for so long that there's a lot that I don't know about Romania. What I know now is um, is kind of a, a a whole bunch of fossilized notions that I <laughs> have remained over over the decades in mm -hmm. my in my memory. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it it was what it was, and that's what made me get to the point where I am now. And I'm very happy with it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, wrapping up all of those very interesting questions, I loved hearing some stories. It was really interesting to me. Is there anything you would like to add on? Even any questions? I don't know. Just anything you would like to wrap up with? Well... Not really. <laughs> There's so much, and and then on the other hand, I mean, I could talk for hours about my about what I remember and what what I think now when I look back. But oh, I mean, I think we've touched on the most important aspects of uh, of my life as an immigrant. And to go off of that, just one more question. Is there anything per going, I said this before, obviously immigrants and countries right now, besides the US, are very prevalent in our government and our politics. Is there anything even not related to Romania that kind of bothers you about like connotations with immigrants? Obviously that could go, that topic could go on for a long time because our country has a very poor mm -hmm. connotation connotation with immigrants, but is there anything in particular that maybe... Well, nothing in particular, but to me, it, it always bothered me to, to hear uh, of any kind of bias towards any group, any group at all. Um, and I, I strongly believe that we have to speak up when we hear any kind of... of uh, of bias or prejudice or any kind of um, unkind remarks made about any group, not just a, not just when they relate to us or they affect our own life. So that's all I can say. Um, what we need to do is learn more about each other and our differences, I think, are what really makes us stronger. If we were all alike, we would be very boring to each other. Very true. Yeah. I 
really enjoy how that ended actually going into that last sentence so thank you so much dr broti oh. for joining us in this series and we appreciate your time and as always thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next thank you for taking me back <laughs> down memory lane <laughs>